On behalf of the Nasco Group family, we bring you very warm greetings and best wishes. Welcome to Nasco Moments radio show, which comes your way every Saturday at this hour. Do you know where your children are this very moment? In recent times, the Nigerian media has been saturated with unending reports of abuse and molestation of minors and children by some adults, ranging from the bizarre, shocking and absurd to the heartless and most reprehensible type. On a daily basis now, screaming headlines highlight one form of despicable abuse and molestation or the other, which is being perpetrated by some adults against an innocent minor or child. And this is happening in just about every part of the country. According to the United Nations Children and Education Fund, UNICEF, approximately 6 out of 10 children have experienced some form of violence and that 50% of all children in Nigeria experience physical violence. The survey also noted that 1 in 4 girls and 1 in 10 boys has experienced sexual violence, while 1 in 6 girls and 1 in 5 boys has experienced emotional violence by a parent, a caregiver or an adult relative. This ugly trend is no doubt not only barbaric, wicked, callous, evil and criminal, but it reflects the sad descent into which society has drifted, especially in terms of those beneficial moral values that ought ordinarily to guide and guard the conduct of adults towards minors and children. In whatever community you are, therefore, you have a duty to take action in order to check and stop these types of wicked and evidently criminal behavior by some adults against minors and children. Here on Nasco Moments Radio Show, we have determined that the subject matter is far too serious and sensitive to be ignored. We shall this morning discuss how to mobilize community consciousness to combat rampant abuse and molestation of minors and children by some adults. Joining us to discuss the topic on Nasco Moments radio show is Malam Mohammed Awalu Salihu. Mohammed Awalu Salihu is a lecturer in mass communication at the Department of Mass Communication, Nasrawa State University. He is also the Managing Director, Chief Executive of Nurain Media Consult Limited, a media consultancy company that began operations in 2017. Malam Salihu had a fulfilling and professionally rewarding career in the public service. He was the Director in Charge, Public Affairs Department, National Broadcasting Commission up until his retirement in August 2016. Stay tuned, we'll be back right after this. I am Hudun Gyan. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby city shine <laughs> And how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soap? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Malama Salihu, thank you very much for joining us on the NASCO Moment Show. Thank you very much, Hudu. It's nice to be here. So what constitutes child abuse and neglect? It's really a very touching thing and emotionally, you know, um, disturbing when you see some of the things that adults do to children. But most, more to the 
question that you asked, child abuse is anything you do that will put a child either into discomfort or in danger, um, either physically or emotionally. Um, deprivation, refusing to allow the child to have or denying the child the legitimate things that makes a child a child. Because every individual, every person needs to grow up. And every child that is born needs to have a childhood so as to have a balanced adulthood. Now, if you deny a child any of these things, then it constitutes child abuse. You, you deny the child, you hurt the child, you misdirect the child, you mislead the child. All these, as far as I understand it, constitute a certain level of child abuse. So what are the various forms of child abuse? You have the physical forms. Um, some of the statistics you've pointed out show like um, sexual abuse, which is these days becoming more rampant, unfortunately. Um, there are other types of abuse. Um, in Africa, we believe that sparing the child, uh, sparing the rod, and um, you know, spoils the child. But <clears throat> at the same time, uh, you see some parents or some guardians who carry this to an extreme, to such an extreme that they leave marks on the child, they deform permanently the child. Sometimes they do things that can even, you know, put the child's life in danger. So um, all these things, you know, are part of what would constitute physical child abuse. Uh, emotional child abuse is putting a child in a situation where the child is either constantly afraid, constantly um, worried, and constantly in, in, in trepidation. The child, you come in and the first thing the child does is look for where to hide. When you call the child, some, in some instances where it's extreme, you can actually see the child trembling when somebody calls them because of the way that child is being treated. Now, that is another, it may not be, you know, by beating the child, but some, uh, I think of recent, we've seen a situation where they have rescued children who have been locked up. They lock them up, they don't allow them to come out. They don't allow them to do anything. They, they, they don't feed them, they don't give them the and they keep them under constant fear. Now, that is emotional. Um, then I think we can also look at the issue of the societal child abuse, mm. where the society itself does not make any provision whatsoever for the safety and security and emotional and physical development of the child. And we can see it all over in, in, in our country. So these are the various forms that we can look at. And I'm sure there are a few more others that some experts can actually tell us. Okay, what signs or symptoms can you look out for in order to realize that a certain child is being abused? Now, physically, um, if a child is being uh, abused physically, of course, some of it cannot hide, um, although the abusers, because of their deviousness, devious minds, they tend to, you know, uh, scar the child where it may not be easily spotted, uh, scars on the back, back of the child, uh, sometimes uh, in, the, in the hands, palms and all that, where I can imagine some people actually use fire, burn a child's hand, maybe for, uh, quote, stealing. But why did the child steal? Nobody has been able, you know, they, they will not bother to find out why. Instead, they, they, they take that 
action to think that that would stop it. Anyway, those are some of the physical signs. And then for girls, that is even more complicated. And it takes a parent, a very careful observer, to be able to you know, see the abuse in a child. Sometimes it's in the way they walk. Sometimes it is in the way they sit even. And sometimes it is in the way they relate to other people. Because um, and a child, particularly a girl that has been sexually abused, is usually one, full of confusion, two, full of shame, and three, full of pain. So when you put all those combinations together, you find that it's very difficult to actually um, determine how a particular child will behave. It depends on each child. Each child will behave slightly differently. But observation and carefully you know, watching the way the child behaves and reacts to other people can help. A child that is um, always um, on his own, trying to keep away uh, from other children and all that, uh, may be exhibiting uh, such a symbol, such a symptom. Okay, this is certainly a very uh, disturbing trend we're seeing. Uh, we have many more questions to ask. Join us again right after this break. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm, Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. Hey, welcome back. This is the Nasco Moment Show on radio. Our guest today is Marlon Mohamed Awalu Salihu, a lecturer in the Department of Mass Communication, Nassau State University, and Managing Director, Chief Executive of New Rain Media Consult Limited. Our topic this morning is mobilizing community consciousness to combat rampant abuse and molestation of minors and children by some adults. Uh, now, in your opinion, what is uh, responsible for the high and rampant incidence of molestation that we see uh, on young children by adults? It's, it's um, one of the biggest culprits, and we have to face it, is the social media. Access to social media um, has made some of our people, to, or has brought out the basest forms of some of our people because of some of the things they see um, on the social media, some of the things they see happening in other climes, things that hitherto have been completely strange to our cultures. Uh, I think that is one of the, uh, of the reasons. And then uh, this societal neglect that I was mentioning earlier uh, helps because uh, when the society does not have, the, uh, does not have sufficient safeguards to protect the child, uh, in terms of um, uh, educational, in terms of um, uh, accommodation, in terms of guidance and counseling, you know, and such other things um, that help a child to stay safe and know where to avoid issues. All right, so um, another reason really is um, the rampant use of drugs, you know, illicit drugs. Uh, this drug abuse thing uh, has been 
you know, part of the reasons why people lose their senses. They forget who they are, they forget where they are, and forget what they should do and do what they shouldn't be doing. And uh, it's a good thing that, you know, government is taking steps to do it, but it takes more than that. It takes more than banning one or two, you know, drugs. There has to be a comprehensive program that will tackle the issue of drugs. Then uh, the other issue that I think is, is the is superstition. Um, once upon a time, it used to be that people would say, oh, um, uh, if, uh, if somebody uh, goes and, you know, copulates with, with, uh, with a mad woman, uh, they would get rich. The new thing is now on minors. This new thing is now on children. And so those superstitious things that lead people to those things, of course, they are devilish. They are, they are, they are terrible. They are not true. And uh, they just uh, merely cause problems for the society. Mm. So, so basically, these are some of the reasons why people do these things. So what are the consequences of child abuse and molestation to the fabric of society generally? What it does, and that's very fearsome, is that it um, raises a new generation of people that do not have respect for society. Because a child that has been abused and has not been counseled back to normalcy, when that child grows up, you don't expect compassion from such a child. You don't expect um, reasonable behavior from such a child. And you don't expect such a child to probably um, you know, feel sorry, that's compassion for any other person in, in the society. So the result really is you have a society that may become lawless, you have a society that is deeply scarred and uh, probably abnormal. That is one. Uh, secondly, when you have um, the, the impact of child abuse leaves us with the spread of diseases. These are things that, you know, we have not, you know, uh, we have some of these diseases are supposed to have been adult kind of diseases. You now begin to find them in children. And who knows how they will evolve in the future. So that's a very big challenge for healthcare for, for people. Um, there, are, there are so many other uh, fiscal and social effects that, you know, that can happen. Uh, respect for home, you know, normal home, family things. Will, will disappear okay. and you find a situation that is you know, unpalatable for the society. Now, based on your experience, do you think we have enough relevant laws, existing institutional mechanisms that will protect minors? Do we have enough of them? Well, the laws in this country are not for, I mean, they're not, we're not for, we're, we're, it's not that we lack laws. What we lack is the willpower to implement them. The Child Rights Act in Nigeria has been there and it has been circulating around the country and so many states have yet not ratified it. And even in those states where those laws have been ratified, you find that they are not implemented to the letter. So that when people commit offenses that are punishable even under those laws, they get away with them. Um, recent times, some of the uh, people, uh, leaders in society have had to take some drastic measures to insist on certain 
you know penalties for people especially those who sexually abuse uh, minors so it's not so much for lack of laws mm. i think it's more for implementation so what can be done differently what needs to be done differently i think is more mobilization we need to sit down we have we have um, mobilization agencies at, at, at a national level we have mobilization agencies at state level we also have uh, ngos which are very much concerned and involved in this. all these have to come together and intensify social education awareness make people realize the things that are happening that's one then secondly in the home because that's where it all begins in the home parents must be mindful of what their children are doing what their children are getting involved in uh, parents must learn right from the very beginning to become friends with their children so that your child can feel free to come and discuss you what, with you whatever is bothering them whatever is disturbing them if they can discuss with you what is disturbing them they, you will begin to know when they are straying away from the right path and you can guide them back so parents need to take responsibility um, religious institutions need to pay attention um, you know in terms of schools need to create the right atmosphere and environment and also educate children properly on the kinds of things that they need to avoid okay uh, briefly what sanctions would you recommend for adults who abuse minors the the current sanctions of 15 20 30 years in jail uh, are severe enough for one but i think in addition to that people should also uh, have to go through some kind of psychological um, education okay. so that you you have some counseling serious psychological counseling is like is like drug abuse i think because drug abuse just because you've punished somebody is not enough you have to get the things out of their minds all right This is the Nasco Moments radio talk show. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back with the final segment right after this. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pop, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. You're still on to the Nasco Moment Show on radio. We have been looking at how to mobilize community consciousness to combat rampant abuse and molestation of minors and children by some adults. Our guest is Mohammed Awalu Salihu, lecturer in mass communication. He's a media consultant and former director in charge of Public Affairs Department National Broadcasting Commission. He has been giving us some insights. into the topic. Now let's come to the communities now. How can they be effectively mobilized to combat the, to combat this rampant abuse of minors and children in our society by adults? Well, I think one of the first things we need to do is probably have a kind of neighborhood 
program where parents in a particular neighborhood will want to come together to study how their children are behaving, the kinds of things that they are doing and how to combat them. I think it used to be that a child in a village was everybody's child and every adult could. But we have assumed a new dimension of life where nobody touches my child, nobody says anything to my child. These days even teachers, you know, are chastised for punishing, you know, children in school. Uh, I'm not advocating that they should go and be caning them and all that, but disciplinary measures taken are often, you know, misinterpreted by some parents. Nobody should touch my child. That, I think, is the wrong attitude. We need to bring back that community consciousness in terms of taking care of our children. That's one. Then, like I was mentioning earlier, media mobilization is very, very important. Um, media gets is, is very pervasive. It goes into every home. It goes, we need to educate people seriously on some of these dangers. Um, and then, finally, I think, like I also mentioned earlier, religious and cultural institutions. They need to come together and look at these issues and come up with ideas and ways and means of combating them. And each society has a different approach, but each society should find out what works for us. I'm glad you mentioned the media. How can the media upscale uh, their responsibility towards sensitizing the public on the menace of uh, child abuse and molestation? Hmm. Well, the media, unfortunately, cannot be relied upon alone, you know, to do it from its own resources. Uh, naturally, what needs to be done is to get uh, uh, public-spirited um, organizations to carry out some of their social responsibility activities and sponsor, you know, programs in the media. That is one. Media houses themselves need to create, you know, relevant programs that will tackle these issues and then market them and get people who are interested in, in, in helping society to contribute towards producing and airing such programs. I think media houses have a lot to do also in trying to organize, you know, um, town hall meetings, get together, things like that, so that they, they, they can record those things, you know, and uh, use them in their, in their media houses, you know, for, uh, there's need also to highlight the incidences. We must not sweep it under the carpet. We must not sweep it under the carpet. Media should report those things without unnecessarily sensationalizing them. When we report them, when we also highlight the evils that these things carry out, then media can become very useful in the areas of, you know, of fighting and uh, you know, ending this menace in society. What about filmmakers? Do they have a role to play in this oh, instance? Oh yes, oh yes. Filmmakers have a very important role to play because filmmakers can treat themes and issues you know, that have to do. I remember um, in, in those days when film was when we could only watch film during what they call Majiki, when they will come with reels, you know, with uh, Land Rovers and go to communities and show films. What, what, what were they showing us? They were showing us how to farm. They were showing us the newest developments in farming. They were showing us drama on, you know, things like child abuse. They were showing us things like education, how to allow our children to go to school, especially, you know, female uh, children. I remember that as I was a child, quite a long time ago. And I think media houses uh, in the new genre of filmmaking now, and um, 
you know, drama, stage drama, things like that. Those things are very important and they will, of course, help very much because those things are things that people remember. Mm. Now, um, as we wrap up, what additional information do you think will be uh, of benefit to anyone listening to this program right now? For parents, you should know what your children are doing and get to be their friends so that you can understand the dangers that, you know, they are facing. Um, for those who are inclined to those evil things, they should know that those victims of theirs are usually either their sisters or somebody else's sisters. And should they wonder whether if it happened to them, how would they feel? It's very important. And we should also remember that life does not end on this earth. And that whatever you do, there will be a time for reckoning. You will pay for what you've done. If, if, you, if you don't believe in religion, there's what they call karma, and it will get to you. What you sow is what you reap. Mm, and on that note, I think uh, it'll be a good place to, to stop the program right here. I've been speaking this morning on the Nasco Moments radio show with Mohamed Awalu Salihu, lecturer in mass communication, Nasawa State University. Malam Awalu Salihu was the director in charge, Public Affairs Department, National Broadcasting Commission. Now, I hope that uh, as you have listened, you are better enlightened and empowered on how to contribute your quota by acting and mobilizing like-minded, decent persons towards combating child abuse and molestation. Thank you, sir, for being here this morning. Thank you. It's nice to be here, really. And to the listener, as we end the show, we ask you to follow the program on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash group or on Twitter using the handle at group. You can freely send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. The Nasco Moments trivia question for this week is, what is the full name of the incumbent Director of Child Welfare and the Plateau State Ministry of Women Affairs and Social Development? Send the correct answer via text to 0805 774-7777 and include your name and location. Last week, we asked you to tell us the full name and local government of origin of the Plateau State Commissioner for Works. The answer is Pam Botmang and he is from Zawang in Just South local government area. Congratulations to our winner, Joshua Audu from Just North, LGC. You'll be contacted and told how to claim your NASCO gift basket. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO and it was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, George Palm and Harun Audu, Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Suranu Migadi and Mariam Annabel Audu. I'm Hudun Gyang. Minors and children are precious in the sight of God. Protect and cherish them.